Hey everybody. Hope everyone is doing well. Wanted to hop on and just share a few thoughts, words of encouragement, specifically for the moms. We're headed into Mother's Day weekend and I hope that you all have an amazing weekend because you deserve it. But I was listening to a podcast yesterday and there was a guest talking about uh, motherhood. Um, I believe the title of the podcast was Dealing with Failure in Motherhood or something along those lines. And basically speaking to that notion, uh, whereas most of the time it's perceived failure because we place so much pressure on ourselves as mothers and um, want to live up to these high standards that are oftentimes unrealistic, but also invalidating our concerns in not failing our children and not being a failure, quote unquote, as a mom um, and how good moms are going to have those doubts and fears and questions. You know, she mentioned that good mothers, that is the mark of a good mom, is that you are often concerned about what you're doing, how you're doing it, how your kid is going to turn out. Um, and that's valid. So I want to say, you know, mom, you're doing an amazing job. If you don't take anything else away from this brief episode, I want you to hear that from me. And um, I know that can be hard for us to tell ourselves. So I want to tell you, and I hope that you receive that. I will be a mom for eight years <laughs> this August to my little girl, Madison. She is a blessing and a miracle. And I will say that motherhood was never something that I fantasized about or even thought could be a reality for me. So being given the gift of motherhood was a blessing, but I for sure will say that I have evolved in this role and I've learned how to be patient with myself uh, with this evolution. My mom, who I, me personally feel that she, I feel that she is the best mom on the planet earth. I'm sure we all feel that way about our mothers. If you had a good mom, um, I had an amazing, I have an amazing mom blessed to have her here still with us. But she always reminds me like, Danielle, you've never been a mom of a, you know, at the time it was a six-year-old, you know, or whether it was a five-year-old, or even the day that, you know, we brought Madison home. That was my first time being a mom to a newborn, to a child who was six, seven days old because we had an extended stay in the hospital. And so she had to remind me at that moment, and she's had to remind me along the way to give myself grace and to be patient. Not only have I not been a mom to her at whatever stage she's been, but she's also you know, she didn't know any different. And I had actually recently given that advice to um, a new mom, a young lady who is out on maternity leave now. But just before she went out on maternity leave, one of the teachers at our school, I, you know, went to her and told her, you know, congratulations, because we had her shower the weekend before and was just asking her how she felt. And, you know, of course, the new mom jitters, you know, she was saying that she was nervous. And I told her that's normal, you know. But I also told her, hey, she's having a little boy. He's here now. He's already here. And I said, he won't know any different. All he's going to want is his mom. And <laughs> the fact that he doesn't know that you don't know what you're doing or that you don't think you know what you're doing, they're not concerned. Newborns are not concerned. They have very basic needs. And, um, you know, she thanked me. She actually wrote me a thank you note and just said how encouraging that was. And that helped her to calm down a little bit. But, you know, as we move along in every stage of motherhood, there are other things that will come up that will give us pause. You know, that may even cause anxiety to set in. So I want to say um, I want to offer a few tips, if you will, just some things that I've learned along the way. 
Um, because if you're in the newborn phase, it is okay to feel like you are going absolutely crazy because you are sleep deprived <laughs> and because, you know, you are on a learning curve. But I would say if you are in that newborn phase, that infant phase, lean in and um, take it one day at a time because children grow up so fast. I cannot believe that Madison Boyd will be eight years old this year. I can remember the day that she was born. Obviously, right? I was there. But take it one day at a time, you know, learn to trust your instinct, learn to shut out all of the noise and the messaging and, you know, the different things that you hear about how this should be or how this should look, or the baby should be sleeping in their room and sleeping through the night and all that kind of stuff. Stop comparing your journey and, and take it, take, take your journey one day at a time. If you're in the toddler phase, your child is not crazy. <laughs> I will say two, two was fairly easy for us. But when we hit three, four, kind of three and a half, four, I was like, who is this little person? I mean, she was cutting up, you know, we had to shore up our discipline in certain areas. And I had no idea, you know, my mom always says, children, they start to try it around six months. <laughs> so you kind of have to just impart in them that, hey, this is right and this is wrong. So no, you are not going crazy if your child is prone to tantrums. Um, if they show out on you in public, you are going to have that experience. I never thought that I would, but I did. And I learned from it. And um, I would never want to go back to that. <laughs> but when I see a mom who is living that experience currently, I have a lot more grace and patience for that mom. If you have a school age child, school is new to them and school is new to you. The best thing that I can say and offer to you, especially as a mom and an educator, is to just get involved. Find a way to um, make that connection with your child's teachers and let them know that you're there. You want to know how you can support them. You want to know how you can help your child um, learn and grow from home and just take that one day at a time too. You know, don't fall into the metrics of you know, my child hasn't learned how to read yet or they don't know all these sight words or whatever the case may be. You know, don't compare your child to another child because that is easy to do. I, I, I found myself dealing with that as well. But just take your journey one day at a time and also encourage that child because this is what I also know. And I learned this very early on when Madison was an infant. And my mom told me this. My level of anxiety will roll over on her. And when she was younger, Madison was a very clingy baby. She just required a lot of attention. And I know that when I was high strung and needed rest and wasn't speaking out on what my needs were and asking for help, I started to bottle that up. And I noticed that there was a transfer from how I was feeling to her. And she was responding to my level of anxiety or worry. So the best thing that our children can receive from us is us being whole, you know, us being rested and us taking care of ourselves. They need to see an example of that. They also need to see that we are living and moving in God's grace. And so as recipients of that grace, we then give that same grace back out to them in that they also need to see an example of what, you know, the love of the father has for us that's unconditional in us. Um, you know, I thank God for a godly mother and I thank God for the example that she provided for my sisters and I. So those are the things that our kids need the most. You know, they don't need all the other things that society might suggest that they need. They need us to be rooted and grounded in, in, our, in the word of God. Uh, they need to see us going to God. They need to see that 
we're human beings and we make mistakes, but when we make mistakes, we learn from it. We even ask for forgiveness. Madison and I had um, a scenario last, about a week ago, and she was downstairs in the kitchen and I was in the kitchen trying to clean up. You know how we do, ladies. We're trying to get something done because we're on this time frame. And she was trying to share with me something that happened at school. Now, mind you, this is something that has happened before and I thought that we've talked through it, but obviously it was pressing for her. But I did not heed the signs that she was given. And I was just like, Madison, look, mommy didn't have time for that right now. We've already talked about that. I forget exactly what I said, but I basically rejected her in that moment. And immediately I was convicted. She went upstairs and, you know, as she normally will, she just kind of goes on about her business. But I called her back down and I said, hey, mommy is sorry. I'm sorry. And then, of course, she was like, for what? <laughs> you know, because it was out of sight and out of mind. But, you know, I told her, I apologize for not listening to you in that moment. And, you know, let's talk about it. Let's see what we can, you know, let's 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 problem solve. Let's pray. And so we talked about the issue again. <laughs> it's important to her. And, you know, we problem solved and, you know, it may come up again. But the one thing that I want her to know is that mommy will always have a listening ear. I was talking to Carlos last night about, you know, the teenage phase. And I don't know what that's going to look like for Madison and I. She and I both have very strong personalities. So, you know, I think we've all been teenage girls before and we know the transitions and the changes that we went through and probably some of the things we put our mom through. So I don't know. Only God knows. I haven't walked through that phase of life just yet. But I told Carlos, the one thing that I want at this point is for us to solidify our bond as mother and daughter. That's very important for me because I want her to always know that mommy will be there and that mommy will be praying for her. So, I say all that to say this one moms, uh, my sisters in motherhood and whatever phase of motherhood you are, you know, however motherhood came about, you know, you may be a mom biologically, a mom, you know, by adoption, a mom uh, by surrogacy, a stepmom, a bonus mom, whatever the case may be, a god mom. You know, as women, we, we are all kind of mothering in some way. But one, my first piece of advice is pray. Let's pray. You know, I talked about prayer in the last little mini episode that I shot out there. Pray and ask God for guidance and for wisdom, because above all, he knows what's best. And he created us for this journey that we are on. He created us for the children that we are currently stewarding. We are exactly what our children need. And we have to remind them of that. And we can only be who he created us to be. And we are becoming and we are evolving. And so in the process of doing so, we need to seek our creator. Um, and ask for his guidance and help above all else. Two, what would I say? Because this is off the cuff, (laughs) y'all. I would say lean into community. Um, Know who you can trust as a mom in whatever stage and phase of motherhood you are in. You know, if you're blessed to still have your mother with me, with you, like I am, she's always my first go-to. Then it's my older sister, of course, because she was a, a mother before me. Then I have mom friends. We sit and we talk and we validate each other and our concerns and our worries and we pray for each other. I just finished up a small group with my church and we read a book that was very insightful and kind of, you know, coincidentally, and I guess not coincidentally, um, we all have little girls around the same age. So we were speaking from our experiences with mothering those girls, our girls and, you know, the things that 
we are going through and even the things that we experience when we were their age, because that's one thing we also have to consider, too, is we bring a lot of who we are and the things that we experience to our motherhood journey. But again, that's a part of the process. So one, pray two, lean into community. Ask God to show you, you know, who it is that you need to surround yourself with people that are going to be encouraging and people that you don't feel like you have to measure up to. OK, don't do that to yourself. Don't put yourself in a position where you're aspiring to be the soccer mom, the helicopter mom, you know, because your friends are doing the same thing. The mom that can go to all of the, the brunches and the, the school parties and show up with cupcakes and stuff like that. I have to remind Madison a lot. Hey, your mommy works. Now, this person's mom may not work or her work schedule may be a little bit more flexible, but we're not going to compare ourselves. And mommy is always going to do. She knows that if I can't show up, I've sent something. I've paid for something. I've, you know, um, Make sure there's provision in place for her to have what she needs. So don't put yourself in a position where you feel like you're competing with whoever's in your circle because that is not healthy. Three, take a break, you know, pause and put in those necessary breaks and breaks will not look the same. But a break for you is a break for you. When Madison finally kind of settled in, I can remember it vividly and Carlos started to kind of feel comfortable and, 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 you know, because fatherhood didn't come easily for him either. <laughs> uh, we had a bit of a rough go of it. We had to find our rhythm. But when they both started to kind of settle into uh, their roles, I would step out of the house. I would just go, even if I was going to sit in my car or I was going to walk around Target or whatever the case may be. And to this day, right now in this moment, I am sitting in the car. Madison is in kickboxing and I am... Um, this is a break for me. I consider this is a break because she's in this class for about 45 to 50 minutes. There's a Starbucks right across from it. I go grab myself a drink of choice. Today it is my strawberry refresher and I am sitting enjoying this moment of silence. So you need to build in those moments of break time because you cannot go, 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 go at top speed all the time. You will crash. Been there, done that, done that, got the t-shirt. Not proud to say I have it, but um, I don't want that for me and I don't want that for you. So you need to press pause. Be realistic. Um, We are in a phase right now where we are kind of throwing things at the wall to see what's going to stick for Madison and the things that interest her and the areas that she could potentially uh, do well in because, you know, we're thinking about her future. But I can't do that at the expense of one, myself, my marriage, the other roles that I have to play. And so not only do I have to be realistic with myself, I have to also have conversations with her about what's realistic and what's not, you know, not stretching ourselves thin, not trying to keep up, you know, that goes back to that comparison game. So be realistic about where you are in your journey. And what's one more thing that I would say just to round it out, because I think that's what three, four. Own, own, own your journey, own your journey. I think that's very important and become confident in who you are. You know, we're not going to know everything. We may not respond to everything the right way all the time. That's why we have the Holy Spirit. Thank God for the Holy Spirit Thank God for Jesus. But own where you are and walk in it. Take it one day at a time. Don't rush the process. Again, like I said, these children grow fast and you'll look up and they'll be moving out. And, um, you know, when that day comes, 
I know that our hope and our desire and our wish is that they are prepared, <laughs> that they have a, a foundation, that they're rooted and grounded in Christ, and that they are going to go out and make their mark on the world. So I, I know that's what we want for all of our children and for children that are in our lives. So that's just my quick, fast little thoughts, reflections uh, from a place of uh, learning in my own journey and, and continuing to learn. I'm still learning. Again, moms, I hope you all have an amazing weekend, that you get some rest, that you treat yourself, that those in your life will treat you well. And um, yeah, until the next time, God bless you. Bye-bye.